Get it again. This is episode 40. We've hit the... Oh, yeah. Hit that peak, gentlemen. Daddy 40. No, sorry. We're talking Stargate. Naughty, naughty 40. 40. 40. That's the one. All naughtiness of it. Uh, this is the full Get It Again team. My name is Mitch. Joining me, as always, Matty Gibson. Hi. Brendan. Yo. Yo, Reese. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we are Get Into Gate talking nothing but our love of Stargate SG1. Maddie, Brendan, and myself, long term veteran fans of the show. Reese, you're new to it, mate. Mm. You're experiencing it for the first time. You're enjoying it so far. Good to hear. Uh, and we're just uh, re watching it with him, talking about it in hindsight. Or Reese uh, looks at it through fresh eyes. And just here to talk a lot about Stargate SG1. This is season two, episode 19 of the show, One False Step. Is it though? Maybe? <clears throat> Look, Ugh. I'm going to start off because I think this is the first or second episode of SG1 I've ever saw. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you started in season two, eh? Yeah. yeah. And, and I you was kept only, watching. Good for you. I was, well, no. <laughs> I, actually, I think it could have been the second one because the first one was season three, I want to say. I was watching it on a, on a cable rerun show, uh, channel. And it was one from season three and then this one after it. And I was like, oh, okay. So they go and do different things. That's interesting. What was the season three episode? It was, um, I can't remember the name of it now. It was the one where the that ship Whoa. that we mentioned comes into it. <laughs> Transport ship. Oh, Dead Man Switch. That's it. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know why I covered you my were... ears. I'm just going to listen to this back anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At least Dead... you'll hear yourself trying to <laughs> you, uh, not hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> Dead Man Switch is good. Enjoyed it. Anyway, we'll uh, we're here. Time. This one, one false step. So, yep. let's go to the synopses. Talk about that on the uh, DVD. <laughs> on a routine reconnaissance mission, the SG One team discovers a new friendly life form, but the encounter turns deadly for the new race because of a virus SG One inadvertently introduces. Can SG One develop a vaccine before this plague eradicates a peaceful civilization? Dun dun dun. Well, that's, that's, just a that's a flat out lie. lie. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. There's you, no vaccine. There's guys, no virus. You seem surprised every week when he <laughs> reads these well, out. I like, think oh, season that's not one right. really set us up for a lot of, you know. It like, lulled us. Like last week's was pretty accurate. So it kind of lulled us into this false sense of security. It's like, oh, these are getting better, these synopses. And then, pow, right in the kisser. Like, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one false on step, one false bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> See what? Hey, okay, and look, we had a, we had a, we had a, we had a, we had a listener write in a couple of weeks ago who said, yeah, really can't wait for one false step. Oh, that was Ash, wasn't it? Uh, and he just and Ash, he just yeah. laughed in an email. I could tell how sarcastic he was being. And yeah, you watch this and you're like, oh yeah, okay. It's just like we're getting towards the end of the season and we've got one of these sort of filler mm. episodes. Really, I don't know. And then a look at the the writers, Michael Kaplan and uh, John Sanborn, directed by William Corcoran. I don't recognise those names. I'm guessing they don't get to return a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this is first and last. <laughs> Writer, directors, welcome to the Stargate uh, team, guys. There's the door. Thanks for coming. There's a gift shop outside. Say hi to Walter. He's actually serving at the kiosk. Cheers. <laughs> He'll be back next season. Uh, they just call him Unlike turnstile. You. I mean, yeah. think about, you know, you know, Near misses. I mean, if this had been first commandment, potentially these guys could have ended up running the show in five or six seasons. So, you know, got to write the, got to write the Cooper. Uh, well, okay, look, we, I should apologise because we, we do get ahead of ourselves some weeks, Reese, where we taint the episode before we ask you, the new viewer, what you thought of it. Yeah. What did you come, think of it, Reese? Come on now. Oh, man, I could, I could see what 
they were getting at. Whereas just like, oh, let's make, oh, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. And then the answer right at the end, that makes a good episode, but it was just, it wasn't a good answer at the end of the episode. It was it, giving me a headache. Like it was, yeah, it was, um, until you walked away, and you're like, "What? Yeah. The headache's gone." Yeah. <laughs> Magic. All like, it was was singing like we were plants. Actually, on the planet, as soon as we left yeah. it, the headache yeah. went away. Now I have a little nitpick with this. Well, obviously, the, the coolest, the cool, no, the coolest thing about this episode was the UAV at the start. Mm. Not, yeah. not, not the penis plants. Not the penis plants. Oh. They no. were cool though. They were pretty cool. I like. I do. I do like them. <laughs> Uh, Saturday night, and uh, (laughs) you planted a couple. That never gets old, Jack's line. I love that. That never gets old as it flies through the event horizon. He sort of like goes back and just be kicking, and I'm like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah." Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't look old. But I think this is the first episode where the uh, indigenous people aren't near the gate. So I think it was ten miles away, and I couldn't help but think after the second or third time they came back and forth. Wouldn't a, I don't know, a gate buggy be good? <laughs> mm. Yeah, maybe call maybe call that. it a puddle jeep or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like just something to transport. Just, yeah, yeah. Little, I mean they've got the mouth, but they travel at about a kilometre an hour. Yeah, or but just they're a couple fueled of, by rocket fuel. That that's mm. the weird thing. A couple of motorbikes with the sidecar. Like, come on, absolutely. <laughs> God, that would look so cool. Four wheeler though. You're the, you're the like, military. Bang. Like you've got access to them. <laughs> I just yeah. want to see that. Like O'Neill's. Driving it and, and tilts in the little passenger thing. Oversized. His, his head, yeah, right. With, with, this is the only capsule I could find with, that could with, suit my with body. With eye goggles, with eye goggles, yeah. oh, of course. Into his yeah. Eyes. Yeah. How are you yeah. going there, Tim? And the, the thing is, like, it's a six hour walk from what I figured. They did it three times and it was still daylight. <laughs> it never went dark. Off planet, mate. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess one day lasts nine Earth months. I suppose yeah, right, right at the end of the episode when Tilk sort of starts fingering the the goo. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, the oh goo, I'm so yeah. confused. Easy, easy oh. guys, easy. And he like collapses in pain, mm. and it never occurred. Yeah, he then had to like hike ten miles in that pain yeah. to get back through the gate, and yeah. just collapses as he reaches the SGC. Like, oh thank God, I made it. And then another step, right just yeah. I, I would have been done. <laughs> ten miles. I just yeah. yeah, I couldn't help but think about that. Which is good. We've finally got, like you said, a civilization that's not like camped around the, the gate. Yeah. Do we think maybe. <laughs> but then to like put so much stress on what, what should have been stress traveling to and from. Yeah. Mm. Is this potentially one of the first planets we've been to from all the new addresses that Jack gave us in the fifth race, maybe? That'd be cool if they mentioned that even. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't like, it? Really? Well, yeah, yeah because it, it, the, the address that he gave of the world. Um, I guess it's the the new gate technician or oh Urkel oh, wanna be Walter <laughs> young extremely tan Urkel. Walter <laughs> oh Jesus he said um, <laughs> honestly though he's like a younger version yeah glasses he's balding like yeah. come on if only we had a technician who had uh, a bit of a a bit of a chromy dome so we could bounce some light off it to get up to Don Davis's face <laughs> and wore glasses so we looked intelligent now if only we had a technician like that. <laughs> Can't think of one. No, no can't think of one. Let's just hire this circle so. guy. But the address he gave that well was PG eight two four four five. Well done. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, so extra, which extra an number? Extra an extra digit. Or does he have Ooh. a stutter and you're just being really insensitive? So well, maybe we've had <laughs> tilt fingering and an extra digit <laughs> yeah. already. Wow. In this. <laughs> and some kind of you to point that out. And some special. kind of green discharge. Yeah. So so yeah, you very you might be right. It very well could be 
uh, one of those mm. extra planets. Well, it's that, obviously given the... been untouched by the by the Gwauld, and and these clearly mm. aren't human. Um, they're not obviously can't kind of originated from Earth and yeah. been transposed onto this, they're onto this in, planet. Their insides were different, weren't they? When they yeah, did they had a heart in their stomach, heart right? Mm. right down. Yeah, right and down then when um, when they were trying and... to do CPR on them, they're doing <laughs> pressures on the on the bloody chest, and I'm like, that's not where his heart is, mate. Yeah, like for all you know, you're probably whacking him off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just love when he did collapse that first guy, and Carter goes over and goes. I can't find a pulse, but I don't, I don't know if that means anything. Yeah. I'm like, probably that he's f***ing dead. <laughs> check, check the zipper on his back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, okay, look, that's where I started to get real, like, okay, this episode, it's it's not a life changer. I'm, I'm, it's going to rank in my bottom seven at the end of the season, you yeah. know. Let's actually look at other things, you know, the things that they don't focus on in the dialogue and the script or whatever. Are they? My, my first question before they slowly started answering things: Are they supposed to be wearing suits, or are we pretending like their dicks are out? You oh. know, like no, because no, no. at no, the start, at the start, they don't show a lot of sort of you know like uh, below waist sort of shots, and then they do. Yeah. But then they go to Daniel and they start painting him, and he comes out and he goes, "Oh, this paint! It actually once it hardens, it becomes like a second skin." And I'm yeah. like, so have they painted themselves so many times yeah. that? Now they're like a Ken doll. How are they well, reproducing? What, what, How are they pink? Are they even what eating? Do they, think they even had do... one to begin with? That's some, that's what maybe I mean. Maybe they were the, maybe they were the unsullied originally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Grey Worm. Well done. <laughs> but at the start, like I think they were supposed to be naked because uh, O'Neill at the start called them white, bald, and naked. <laughs> like oh, I, I always when thought they of saw... it as, as like organic clothing like it kind yeah. of it, it grew on them like mm. a like well that's good kind of because they had like there was a close up shot at one stage of like you just saw this guy's basically his elbow and yeah. you could see all the, the folds in the skin suit yeah. that he was wearing and I'm like and they tr- if you're not supposed to be wearing a suit maybe don't do a close up of that yeah. you can Call see me crazy. the seam around their neck <laughs> yeah. they try yeah. and hide you can see the zipper in the back in a oh, couple of shots yeah, yeah. that's like I because it is one of my first few episodes I watched. I, I kind of don't know. Obviously, it's not the best episode. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I have a little bit of nostalgia about it. Oh, of course. And it and it's a little quirky. And you have that quirky music that you have with. Uh, I'm going to say Ergo, and then of course Come Try Boy, What's Harlan. Name? Harlan. And I don't know. There's something. There's just something about this episode that I think if there was a few different tweaks, mm. it could have been really yeah. good. Mm. That's, They're just missing missing something. That's mm. that's what I wrote down here. Is I I nothing this episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. But I don't hate it. No. Like it's it's like we were saying before. It's a really interesting concept. Mm. Because yeah. if you were going out to distant galaxies, like obviously this the premise of the show is it's populated by humans. But if you were going out into the galaxy. You would see some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, they just... would have evolved past their necessity for Earth, basically. Yeah, well, I think we're assuming, like Maddie said, that probably isn't a, a, an address that Jack put into the database. So probably it's not a human, a yeah. guy colonized world. Yeah, yeah, right. in the same yeah. way. So right. you know, they're like, completely alien. Like the Asgard yeah. would never—they didn't evolve on Earth or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And, yeah, or, of course. Yeah, all the, all the Nox or anything like that. Even though the Nox do look quite human, mm-hmm. as, I guess as much human as these guys look. But I feel like I feel like it belongs on a different sci-fi show. Like it's a really interesting sci-fi idea. Yeah, but it, I just don't think it belongs in Stargate. Oh no, I, I'm I'm I I get what you mean, yeah. But at the same time, I, I'm siding with Brendan where you say that if they tweak it a little bit, it's a very cool episode because we haven't really addressed 
this side of them traveling around wherever they want. Like they go to places and there's places they go to in, in future episodes and seasons where, you know, they, they help start a conflict, you know, with yeah. the people. Like we see them go there and basically fix other cultures and go, no, that's yeah. not the way we do it in America <laughs> on earth. Yeah. You should change the way that you do it on this alien planet that we've never been to before. <laughs> but to actually go somewhere and be otherwise completely healthy, but to these guys who have never, you know, I guess the stories we hear of, you know, in, in real history, uh, indigenous cultures that didn't have, you know, the sicknesses of, of, of mm. other nations yeah. that explorers brought to that country yeah. and brought sickness and disease that killed off a lot of people. So, I don't know. I just felt maybe because I was, you know, prejudging them because they were just sort of waddling around and, yeah, oh, it's almost, you know, like some kind of weird telly tummy. <laughs> just or wanted to and crack him in the head with a hammer like <laughs> stop talking <laughs> like, stop like, doing that Daniel's like die oh, I'm so sorry and then this guy goes oh and just sort of falls over like, oh great a planet full of f***ing hypochondriac here we go <laughs> well they're clearly very anemic so you know they're, they're susceptible but yeah I, I like the, I like the premise of it where it's just like okay the, there's a high frequency that they sort of live off mm. that, that a symbiotic you can't relationship. Hear, yeah, yeah. If only, like there, was Joel another, if only yeah. there was another species in this universe that had a symbiotic relationship we could explore. Um, I do like how it, it does drag on a lot and there's a lot of red herrings of, oh, what's causing this? Are we, th- for mm. most of the episode, it's, oh, we're causing this, all that thing. And the very, very, very end, Hammond just sums it up brilliantly. So this inaudible sound was making you sick, but not in the same way that it was affecting the aliens. They need the sound to live, but we altered it by harming the organism that makes the sound. Sorry, what? Sounds right. Sounds right. Really? I I forgot how that sentence started by the time he got to the end. Like we've said before, endings are hard. Endings are hard. (laughs) That's why you're the general. I think he was doing what you say I do, Brendan, which I do is just keep talking until (laughs) something else pops into my head. Because he said a lot of words there. My God, he said a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, It's basically the whole plot. Yeah. Like that, he just like summed the it all writer, up. the right or the that was the, the pitch. The per, yeah. yeah, like this is what it is. All right, build a build a, an episode around that. Yeah. No, I th- I think I think the actual main crux of this episode that they were building to to the main reveal at the end was clearly this. I, I talked to my plants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all we need. That's 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 what we can take away from yeah. this. I think when they were trying to figure it out, figure out why these people were dying, and then she was Carter. That is digging it the plants and looking at the veins she's like well i'm no botanist sir and i'm just going hang on that reminds me of enigma where she goes i'm not a volcanologist <laughs> go, oh, yeah. just tell us what you're not i've got four doctorates but biology <laughs> yeah. isn't one of them what else no. aren't you <laughs> but it's funny because like you know from season five onwards she knows everything that was ever created in the universe <laughs> so it's kind of it's just funny looking back now and she can't do things can't can't uh, deliver children Ooh. Not as she, she has Whoa, a, she hold has, on a second. Oh, Not she's biologically. <laughs> I mean, remember, remember when we went to Argos and the woman was pregnant and she could. She's like, yeah, I don't no. know what to do. And Daniel delivered the baby. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> Direct all your mail to Matt Gibson. <laughs> um, there are some little false bits trivia going around saying that this is um, Doctor Fraser's first time off world. But she actually went off world back in Singularity when we met Catherine. She was in a big Cassandra. Where, where Cassandra is. Yeah. 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 So, but this is the first time I think we see her actually stepping through the event horizon. Yeah. Mm. I'd forgotten about that actually because mm. I, I nearly almost wrote that down for, for a note was that, oh, wow, finally. I mean, she's actually getting a bit of a run. She's been in the last mm. couple of episodes and yeah. now she's going off world. But yeah, it's not her first time. She makes that great joke about a house call. Oh, 
Zing. Thanks, yeah. Doc. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Just keep the jokes to yourself. Yeah. Um, just... Now walk six bloody hours mm. in your hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the best part of this episode was when Jack Jackson goes deja vu, and Tilk's like, "I'm unfamiliar with that term. <laughs> yeah. uh, means to feel like you've been here before." That's oh, that is correct, Andrew Jackson. Yesterday, when we first arrived <laughs> on this planet, right. What was I thinking? Just um, <laughs> uh, referencing uh, singularity a little bit before with some with some audio I found there. There was something in this episode that kind of reminded me a little bit of um, of singularity. Listen, I uh... no no. Um, no no. Sorry, you were gonna say. <laughs> no, it's just that. Uh... Oh. You know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> You had me at hello. I, I know. <laughs> it's obvious there's something, something, something wrong with us. <laughs> Physically. Well, there's nothing wrong with you. What? <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with you, Daniel and Jack. It's perfectly natural. So were they getting angry at each other just because that? Because of the, they're, they're getting, getting irritated. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was a pretty logical argument between the two of them, though. Like, I believe mm. they would have that argument. I feel yeah. like it's the basis <laughs> yeah. of the whole series. Yeah. Just yeah. those two, you know. But then why? Like, that's what I didn't get. Old bloody Baldy. He was just like getting so upset about them getting aggravated. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, when and then he fell over, and I'm like, oh, okay, these guys obviously their thing is they can't handle stress, and it was a stressful yeah. situation, so they're all yeah, <laughs> so they're all fainting because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. There's just too many what the heck moments. Yeah, it was like it's just one step too many. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. I feel like it's a pretty accurate joke for this episode. <laughs> but <laughs> What are their houses made up of? Yeah, so I was just reading. Daniel Jackson attempts to communicate with aliens inside of the huts. Well, stop reading. Oh, we we want to speculate they, first they, before you... Do they shit it out? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> surely they're not smart enough to well, be building shit. Their asses have been plugged up by paint. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why it's so strong. They can build huts out of it, like yeah. out of ass paint. Yeah, maybe, maybe like that is a skin around them, and they shit, and it just fills up that skin until they shed it like <laughs> a snake. It's like a snake, and then they turn oh, it into they, a hut. And they what? just shed a bag of shit. Yeah. So what you don't see Let's is, live in it. is they're like they're like human dung beetles and they just roll all these big piles oh, oh, totally. of shit and then just roll it up and just excavate it out and live in it. Do you think they're intelligent? Like obviously they're like primitive, but they fucking love plants. I feel like they kind of are plants. Were they like Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah good poison call. ivy. They seem to be Well, I was thinking um Zan from um, Farscape as well. Farscape, yep, good call. Um, kind of like a like a sentient plant, the way they kind of have this symbiotic relationship with the mm. with the magic mushrooms. Oh, like wouldn't a, it be good if like they a bee in a flower? When the sun mm. comes up, they have an orgasm. Well, I feel like right at the end, the like plants Mandy. did. That's <laughs> 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 totally it, because they showed a shot yeah. of the sunrise. And that's when the when the when the magic mushrooms popped open, and you saw their flower. Yeah, I'm thinking like while SG one are there, those the plants aren't sort of you know blossoming. Yeah, and after like a day or two, they start becoming a little bit more sort of mindful. These these aliens, they start to actually speak and be a little bit more you know intelligent because 
while SG one aren't there and those plants are out, they're just really fucking high the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when we come on, they're just coming down. But there's like years <laughs> long like high. Huge hangover. That's why they're walking is that, funny. Is that their food? Is that what they eat? Do they eat? I guess they have. That's the thing. Like they 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 they've got their asses painted up. But we don't see them eat. Like surely the only form of communication with with guests, with visitors, which they seem to have never seen before, is to maybe offer them food. I don't know what else they do in that village. Yeah. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like they're not. Yeah. They're not doing any activities. They're no. not playing sport. Yeah. You know. No. Was there any like, point, Reese, where you were thinking like one of those little buds on the plants was going to open up and have like a baby inside? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you there, Matty. I'm very Not, interested in using the time we have adults. left of this podcast to investigate why you thought that, Matty. Yeah. Well, like I said, I thought maybe they were plants and they were born. That could have been the reveal. They were born from those things. Oh, yeah. Because okay. if their like holes little... are plugged up, where the babies come from? <laughs> there you go. Were there, were there women on that planet? No. When I say women, I mean like what we as humans see as women. Well, other plants, women. You said it was like bees and flowers. Oh, I like that idea. Oh. Yeah, that's not bad. You Do really they... want babies to come out of those plants, <laughs> don't you? Well, they've got to have some kind of use, don't they? Like, did you have a cabbage patch doll as a kid? <laughs> How many? What? Cabbage patch doll. Yeah, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah, what no, is no, my... no, no, you said enough. <laughs> what does Josie have to do with this? <laughs> You cabbage you, you know. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I feel like I need the players to be more yeah. important. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I they, they are the stupid episodes. They are what keeps the the humans alive. Well, yeah, but once people? they does it keep them from dying? Like, how do they? Yes, yeah. that's what I meant by keep them alive. Yeah, but I mean, well, it's their life force basically. It's their oxygen. If you will. But what about the other trees that weren't fake CGI mushrooms? Mm. Would they give them oxygen? Yeah, but they're in Canada, so they have to stay there. <laughs> Didn't they say that at the start of the episode where they walked out and or was that just the deja vu? I actually thought that's where the deja vu line was going, was to sort of, oh, well, we're back to this outdoor location to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is there is a little bit of false continuity in this episode. In a couple of episodes' time, there's a pretty important uh, scene uh, where Sam has a cut on her hand. There's oh, yeah. quite an important plot point in a couple of seasons, and a lot of people think episodes. that... Uh, sorry, yeah, in a couple of episodes. And a lot of people do believe that this is where she gets the cut, but it's actually a different cut, which is weird. You think there, there would be that nice bit of continuity between yeah. this episode... Mm. And in literally two episodes' time, in this episode, she gets a, hand, a cut on her left palm when she's trying to get the knife back from Nufty Head, whatever his oh, name yeah. <laughs> And then at the start of the, start of <laughs> the episode... He got scared by a sneeze. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, Nufty Head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then literally in two episodes' time, Hammond is like, oh, how's your hand healing up, Carter? Yeah, right. And she's got it sort of on her right hand in between her index and thumb, and it's mm. kind of all blue and purpley and got a couple of stitches and stuff in it. And it's a, like a really key point yeah. to yeah, to that point. to that episode. Um, well, maybe it happens in um, show and tell. I don't know. I just I wonder if maybe it was supposed to be a con- bit of continuity, but because the writer and director are different and the makeup artist might have been different, they didn't go back and look and see where the cut on the hand was. No, you wouldn't to sync up. 
I mean, a story editor might do that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, you look at... Uh, Not this show, buddy. Or a, or a, or a co-producer or anything yeah. like that might look into that it. That makes so much sense. Well, we're, so, we're sorry, listeners, if, if this is too short, this episode, but, you know, you can't polish a turd. <laughs> do you know what... You can't, you can't live in a turd house. <laughs> do you know what adds insult injury is on IMDb, this episode is rated a 7.0. Emancipation is rated a 6.2. You know, fair call, but let's not Sorry. joke. It's better than emancipation. Oi, again, and it was a better knife fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Carter and a bloody knife. <laughs> this, um... Less is more with one false step. <laughs> hey, she beat that warrior. Couldn't beat the kid. Yeah, fair enough. This um, this has the same rating as Need from this season. Oh, that IMDb can. Off. <laughs> Who's yeah. voting on this? Year? I know, right? <laughs> uh, What's Rotten Tomatoes say? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should talk about how Carter fixed it. Because what did she do? Put a six point five millimeter jack into the plant and blast. Yeah. What's? How did that work? I don't know. Long, don't know. Way, long audio ways. Solar panels and stellar drift, or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. And do you trust that those locals aren't going to go and touch that thing and completely yeah. like yeah. ruin Mate, it for themselves? They're going to put a shit hut around it. Oh right? yeah, just maybe a hut made of shit all the way around. It. <laughs> I, I always assumed it was more to just get the plants to that frequency and then they'd continue like that forever. And surely the bloody plant's got to heal itself after a while. Yeah, like harden up. <laughs> well, yeah. that goes for everyone in his bloody, his bloody <laughs> yeah. village. Come on, guys. I know. Never seen a sneeze before, mate. Check, <laughs> check this out. What do you think of that? Give, have, a, have a gander. Give it, give it a go, actually. It feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's one-eighth of orgasm, so they say. Oh, you don't know what that is? <laughs> yeah. uh, we done? <laughs> no, I just imagine, like, if it really <laughs> Don't worry. Just that's, just, that's just me rubbing up against you. <laughs> the six-hour walk back to the gate, they actually see one of these guys, like, just dicking the floor, the ground. <laughs> he's found. He's found the. He's found the root. There's, there's, a, there's He's dug himself a fucking glory hole. There's, there's one guy in a hut on Check his own. Check that shit out. I think he's planking. This is like. What's he doing? And he, he walks. He's just watching them as they go. <laughs> and he walks. He walks back into the village. And he's just got a big green patch on his <laughs> and a smile. And then he gets someone paint someone's face with it. It's like it's all Ooh, natural. It's, it's natural oils and minerals. Wow. Well, that was weird. That was really weird. Weird ep for a weird ep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Tilk just going, "Oi, oi, Jack, check, check this out." <laughs> all right, that'll do us. Episode forty of Get Into Gate. One false step. What a way to Was it ever? Up. Uh, yeah, 40. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's going to have been 39? Really? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Hey, look. Thanks, John really Sanborn and your kids that hate <laughs> you. Uh, good one next week. Show and tell. Yeah, I'm looking forward nice. to that. Yeah, this is a good week next week. Reestifer, so I look forward to that one. If you've joined the show on this episode, I apologise it was this content, but we had some fun anyway. We continue to have fun with every episode. You can check out uh, iTunes and SoundCloud for all of our old episodes. Find us on socials. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Get Into Gate, or drop us a line at getintogate at gmail.com. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis, 
Twitter and Instagram. Matty? Uh, at High Pitch Matty on Instagram. Brendan, where do we find you? At the Brendan Gibson on Instagram. And Reese. I am at the Flying Gibson. And if this is the first episode you're listening to, can I just request that you go listen to another one a couple of weeks back or a few weeks back? And hey, just don't. If, if you're a Stargate fan, you just found yeah, our podcast. You're not to this. No way this is going to be the first episode you no listen way. to. Yeah, that, that would be a false step. That one, yeah. <laughs> Get into geek.com.